And good morning, everybody. It is 11.07 on this Wednesday morning. Heart Pledge Day here on 6.30 Ched. Chelsea and I with you for another hour. And Reed Wilkins will be back in at 2 o'clock this afternoon, taking it through until 6 when things wrap up. Donations being taken right up until then. 780 uh, is the phone number you can call. 780-900-1047. Or if you want to do it online, you can visit heartpledgeday.ca. and. Yeah. Uh, and some uh, donations continue to, to come in. Um, Sandy Bossio just called in as a monthly donor to the University Hospital Foundation. She's a heart transplant recipient, and she wanted to let people know about the impact their monthly gift can have. So she says that she credits the Maz for saving her life, which is incredible. Sandy, thank you so much for that donation, for that for your continued donations. Yeah, and Marcy's Bar and Grill from Devon, Alberta, just donated $200. Uh, the hospital foundation saying we're so grateful for local businesses still donating even though they've had a tough year due to covid yeah. uh, and the mass serves an area that's two-thirds the size of canada as we said earlier patients from you know from northern alberta that's what we're talking about primarily but it's also northern bc saskatchewan manitoba the yukon northwest territories nunavut it's just uh, a huge geographic area that's served um, by the Maz, and uh, it, it's just, it's an amazing facility. Um, this hour is brought to you by Popeye's Supplements Canada, and also some exciting news to pass along. This hour, all gifts made between 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. will be matched by up to another $5,000 by Norma Ali. Now, Norma did the same thing earlier this morning, so she's up to $10,000 today. Thank you so much for that, Norma. Wow. That's incredible. Thank you so much for your support. So make your donation count for double up to $5,000. This is definitely the hour to donate. 780-900-1047. Okay, so we're talking about the incredible care that they that they provide at the Mazankowski, and we're going to hear about that uh, from our next guest, who was a patient there. Uh, she was a pulmonary arterial hypertension patient. What does that mean? We're going to get into it right now with her. Uh, we have Brenda Savage with us. Brenda, Good morning. Good morning. Brenda, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, a, a lot of big words there. Uh, dumb it way down for Chelsea and I. Exactly what was the situation you were in? Uh, well, um, I started out um, just being an average, average everyday Joe. Um, I developed our uh, shortness of breath walking up a flight of stairs. Um, had a cough. And so just the times that it was, I uh, thought it was COVID. So I walked into Stony Plain Hospital after just, I'd say, a week or two, just saying, I'll get better, I'll get better, i get better, and I didn't. So I walked into Stony Plain Hospital, and things really changed from there. Um, I was given the COVID test twice. Um, and was both negative. Um, from there, they found that um, from other symptoms, I had a GI bleed. I was then transported to the Royal Alex, and I coded. Goodness. So they um, did CPR and brought me back um, and did more tests to find that the right side of my heart was enlarged then the left side and therefore my heart and my lungs were not were failing um i was brought to the mazankowski from there it's kind of really blurry i remember certain things but not a whole lot brought to the mazankowski and i coded there um they then put a line into uh for life support in my groin i was on a ventilator and on um induced coma 
Wow. Um, and this is just walking in thinking I had COVID. Um, so they discussed with, um, my, with my boyfriend, whether I would have a heart and a double heart transplant at that time while I was on life support. So they discussed and, um, they, uh, just, I think, wanted to see how the medications would be because I was on a whole lot of medications and fluid and, and just to see how uh, I would make out and the medications took. But um, went through a lot, just um, had a tracheotomy, uh, I had breathing tubes. Uh, I had uh, two uh, feeding tubes because I had stomach issues um that they had to help me with and um just a whole lot of stuff went 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 on just by walking in and thinking i had covid yeah and brenda Um, i mean this is something that was quite recent obviously you're mentioning that you thought you had covid this was all happening in uh last july so i mean this is something that's this really close in the rearview mirror for you and i can i can only try to wrap my mind around how scary that would have been thinking it's one thing and then learning it's something way way more serious yeah way way different yeah just because of the times you just think that you uh you know you would get tested for covid and go home and do your 14th day but i spent six weeks i was in the icu at the masinkowski for four weeks and then I was um, just transferred to the pulmonary uh, unit at the U of A for two weeks before I walked out. So obviously so, something unexpected, something that took a lot longer than you thought that it was going to. Very, yeah. The, uh, the, I know you had spoken to Jennifer Rice, um, mm-hmm. who was the nurse practitioner. She is not only a nurse practitioner, she is my lifeline. You know... It, it, just listening to you, and I can understand how you're emotional. I mean, it's it's such an... Uh, it, I don't know what the word is, but, I mean, you're a young woman. You're only 46 years old, so this basically yeah. dropped out of the blue on you and yeah, turned your life upside did. down. It did, yeah. They say that, you know, even uh, it would take a few years um, for this to come about, and, and for me, it didn't. Um, it was just, boom, here here I am, and, and um, I need... I needed them. And it sounds like they gave you some incredible care, Brenda, and just made such an amazing impact on your life. Absolutely. Like, there was was no shortage of love, love, and, and doctors. And because at one point, and for very much of my stay, I couldn't hear because of my head was congested with all the medications and and fluids that they had given me and I could not hear much of what was going on um but there was doctors and nurses 24 hours in and out of my room and and making sure that monitors and machines and um my x-rays and ultrasounds that coming to to my room um just to make sure that you know everything was was going okay and um it was just continual there was it was non-stop like the love is non-stop how are you now uh doing okay um just i think for me i recently moved 
Um, so before, I would have no problem packing and moving right. and going up and down stairs. And, and I learned very quickly that, nope, I need to take my time. I need um, to just, um, things are different. And I am learning my new normal and what my restrictions are and stuff. But I mean, they, I mean, they did. They saved my life. Um, they gave, I have two kids. They gave their mom back and gave me, you know, the bit the love of my life. I have that all back. All of them, the teams of doctors that um, I saw, absolutely just all, any one of them. And the nursing staff, just nonstop, on the go, like none of them ever would ever stop. And you could just you feel the love you do yeah you know brenda i think obviously we can hear it in the way that you're telling your story the the love that they had for you but don't take for granted the resiliency that you've shown i mean what an incredible recovery from such a a shocking uh, way to find out that you needed something so much more serious than a covid test we're so grateful to be able to talk to you today and thank you so much for sharing your story with us we really appreciate that well thank you for having me and um it's such a, a great thing it's Mazinkowski is just the, uh, the absolute best. So it is. I think it is. everyone who came across, who I came across in my time there, just, it's, they are the absolute best in my world. And who better than to sing their praises than someone who has yeah. really gone through it and, and gone through it in a big way. Brenda, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much, Brenda. Take care. Yes, you too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Brenda Savage, who, uh, as you heard, spent a long time in the Mazankowski. They saved her life, and she's talking to us on the phone today simply because of the amazing work from there. Um, as we said, this hour brought to you by Popeye Supplements Canada. You can call now and make a donation and get your name put up on the Rosano Transport Heart Wall. And uh, this is a good time to do it because until 12 o'clock, your donation will be matched up to $5,000 by Norma Ali. And she did this earlier this morning, too, so she's got $10,000 in so far today. But what a good way to do it because now she's matching your donations, making yours count for double. So 780-900-1047 is the number to call. We'll be back with more stories from the Mazankowski right after this. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.